Hi, this is Alan Schimmel, Editor-in-Chief of DevOps.com, here for another DevOps Chat. Very happy to be joined for this episode of DevOps Chat with Michael Olson, Senior Product Marketing Manager at Puppet. Hey, Michael, how are you? Alan, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Great. You know, Michael, it's a, a very exciting time here for Puppet, obviously. A lot going on in the, um, in the world of DevOps, in the, in the Puppet world. And, and everything else. So uh, before we get started with anything, what I want to talk about, our upcoming webinar, why don't you give our audience a little bit of background? What's, what's the latest with Puppet? Sure. Yeah, happy to, happy to uh, address that. And, and I'll also say thanks for, uh, for having us on uh, the DevOps chat today, where it's always good to catch up with you. Thank um, you. So for folks out there who may not be familiar with Puppet, uh, we uh, provide a software platform that really helps companies and organizations automate the delivery and operation of all of their software. And the idea there being that, you know, in, in today's world, software powers everything around us. More and more companies are recognizing the need to behave like software companies as a competitive differentiator, um, as technology is perceived as more of a, a way to improve the customer experience and kind of deliver better value to end users. Um, and so we're seeing uh, organizations that are looking for uh, automation as a way to ultimately deliver better software to their customers and end users faster, and that's really uh, why Puppet exists. So um, in terms of uh, what's new for the company, I would say it's a, it's a great time to be here. We're growing pretty rapidly. Um, you know, we've been uh, adding new customers at a pretty astounding rate and really growing the organization and seeing a lot more momentum for organizations that are looking to uh, adopt DevOps practices and more of a DevOps way of working, as well as uh, seeing the, the role that automation plays in helping them get there faster. Sure. Sure. It's, it's a great time to be alive in the, in the, in the DevOps space. You know, Michael, I just, I wrote an article just this week on the, uh, the results of your DevOps salary survey. Uh, which was just released, you know, coming out of the DevOps, uh, the Puppet DevOps, State of DevOps survey. And it's certainly a good time if you have DevOps skills and you're looking for a job. Uh, it seems to be, you know, a buyer's market or a, a hot, a, an employee's market. So no doubt, you know, what we're seeing and what you're describing is is playing itself out in that way as well. It's where the jobs are. Um yeah, well, I, for sure. Yeah, crazy. You know, I have friends who aren't in IT, and they, I, I posted the article on Facebook, and some of them read it and saw what, kind of what the salaries were. And they were like, you know, do you have to be a rocket scientist to work in DevOps that you make? You know, those are the kinds of salaries. And I was like, no, you know, but it helps. But honestly, you don't, obviously, right? You just got to be into it. But that brings us actually, Michael, to – kind of the subject matter of, of our talk today, which is this webinar we have gone happening on, I think it's, I believe it's September 27th, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And um, Michael, why don't you share with our audience a little bit about kind of what the, the uh, subject matter of our webinar is going to be? Sure, you bet. So, you know, we spend obviously a lot of time at Puppet uh, consulting with organizations that are either, you know, at a stage where they're trying to build the business case, if you will, for, for, for change and for 
uh, kind of evolving the way that teams work to deliver better software out to their customers and end users faster. Um, and we also talk to a lot of organizations that are, you know, looking for guidance on kind of, you know, how to scale a DevOps practice within their organizations. And, you know, I think the common thread that, that we're seeing is that, you know, in, in this day and age in 2016, that DevOps really isn't just for the, the unicorn companies out there, if you will, you know, the, the Googles and the Apples of the world. We're seeing a lot more evidence that DevOps practices are really hitting the mainstream as more organizations, you know, realize the need to behave like software companies and, and improve the way that they work. And so uh, really the goal of the webinar that, that we're going to be digging into on the 27th is uh, kind of to provide a roadmap based on findings from the 2016 State of DevOps report, uh, ways of driving adoption of DevOps practices within your organization. And we'll kind of cover that from a few different points of view, one of which is you know, how to sort of build the business case for a DevOps way of working if you're maybe sold on the need to change, but trying to uh, trying to get either peers or managers to, to buy into your point of view. Uh, and then we'll also address some of the cultural changes that we see our customers implementing and share some ideas on ways to align incentives and teams to improve collaboration. And then we'll dig into, you know, some of the key technical practices that we see high-performing IT teams implementing and then some guidance on just, you know, where to get started uh, to, to start to scale a DevOps practice within, you know, an enterprise organization. So it'll be a lot to chew off in, in an hour, Alan. But uh, we'll I was going to say, Michael, to, uh, yeah, yeah, all it, subject. it sounds like a, a full day of uh, <laughs> a full hour of, of webinar right there. But, you know, Michael, I, I one thing I, I, I want to stress, and that it goes back to what I was saying earlier about, my friends who saw the the article on the DevOps salary survey, thinking about my goodness, you know, you must have you must need to be uber smart or something, you know, to be able to do something like DevOps. But so much of 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 what we you need to you know make a horse to you know have a successful DevOps journey and transformation it's not i don't know if it's really sort of book smart or intelligence or you know rocket science a lot of it is cultural and a lot of it is you know and we tend to to you know poo poo it but it's a lot of it is about working together as a team getting buy-in getting buy-in from your boss and his boss getting buy-in from your team members getting buy-in from other team members and that I don't know if that's really, you know, quote unquote intelligence or, you know, this, it's more of a social aspect. Do you agree or what do you think? Yeah, honestly, I think that's a pretty, pretty great point, Alan. And uh, I'm, I'm a big believer here that, you know, DevOps is not something you can buy and it's, and it's not a specific technology. And I would be very skeptical of any software company or, or vendor that, that claims to be the DevOps tool. Uh, because what we tend to see in here is is DevOps is really more about the cultural changes and the technical practices required to, you know, help teams improve the way they work to deliver better value to customers and end users. And so from a cultural perspective, I think you're spot on. It's It's, you know, how do we move from, you know, a culture of lack of alignment, of low trust, of siloed teams to, you know, cross-functional teams that share incentives, uh, that are aligned around a common set of goals that have that high trust where you can kind of complete the no look pass, so to speak, 
uh, to other groups and you know the outcome ideally being you know uh, reducing cycle times getting software out the door faster that meets the needs of customers and then being able to iterate and and kind of foster a, an, an environment of continuous improvement uh, I see those as some of the key drivers behind you know uh, what's required for success with with DevOps agreed agreed but you know I I don't want people to think I'm giving them a false sense of it either Michael there you do need you, you have to have a good understanding of environments of tools of of what it takes for a successful software release of what it takes actually for you know for IT to help the business right I I, I don't want to think I don't want people to think that DevOps folks are a bunch of dummies who happen to just be really social right we there, there are there are tools and skills that skill sets that you know are kind of required. And um, so that being said, why don't we go in a little bit deeper in terms of, of things we want to, you know, kind of peel the, the layer, the onion back a couple layers in this webinar. You've kind of given us a high level, but if we can go a little deeper. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. So one of the, let me, let me start with this then. And that is sort of getting the buy-in. On, on, you know, going forward with DevOps, right? Uh, some people say it's best to go top down. Some people say, no, you, you got to have buy-in from the bottom up. Some people say you got to go top down and bottom up and meet in the middle. And, and I'm sure any and all of them can be successful in a particular given situation. But I, I think the issue then is um, what, how do you make that happen, right? I mean, we recognize that's an issue. Just if we can give a little preview, Michael, of what we're going to do on the webinar, what what would be some tips people can follow up with? Yeah, I think I think it's a great question, Alan. And you know, my take based on what we tend to see from from our customers that have been down this path is it's super important to to start with the why. And what I mean by that is, is really focus if you're trying to, you know, get buy-in for, uh, for implementing a DevOps way of working within your organization, it's really important to start with what are the problems we're trying to solve and what is kind of the end state or outcome that we're, that we're hoping or looking to achieve. And so one of the ways that we tend to see our customers be more successful at, you know, getting buy-in for a DevOps initiative is, you know, by focusing on the benefits that other organizations have seen from, from implementing, you know, a DevOps way of working. And we've got some, some pretty awesome research that we'll share on the webinar next month that, you know, talks about uh, just how much more agile and how much more fast-moving uh, high-performing IT organizations that are implementing DevOps practices actually are, you know, around being able to deploy applications and infrastructure changes much more frequently than their lower performing peers and, and doing so with, you know, much shorter lead times or cycle times, um, but also being much more reliable, actually seeing kind of a higher change success rate, you know, faster mean time to recovery when things do invariably go wrong. And then we'll also share some data that really shows and correlates kind of IT performance around, you know, moving faster, doing so more reliably with how that's actually helping organizations win in the marketplace, you know, become more productive, become more profitable, and, and achieve higher higher company growth at the yep. end of the day. And, and that's really what it's about, right? I mean, um, 
And, and you know what, Michael, for, for those who are listening, and it sounds easy because it, it relatively is rolling off your mouth, the, the language that you're using, the terms that you're using, you know, I learned this in many years of security when I used to hear from so many security people, I can't make the executive team understand why I need this IPS, why I need this intrusion prevention system. And because they were talking to their executives about snort signatures and, and capturing packets, right? And, and executives don't talk that language. I, I think it's important to take note of the language you're using, Michael, which is, it, it you know, Again, not that you have to be a rocket science scientist to do DevOps, but there's a there's a certain language of business. There's a language of what's a, you know what is going to be important not only to me and my team, but to my boss and his boss as well. So, for those of you listening to this on streaming, you should rewind it to hear what Michael said again, because I I think you might understand more of what we're talking about. In, in hearing how he's describing these things, Mike. Yeah, and I think I think that's a I think that's a good point, Alan. If I can interject, you know, I'm I'm certainly uh, I think one of the things that we tend to see is um, adopting a bit of a chameleon approach, if you will, actually can be effective. And and what I mean by that is, you know, really knowing your audience and making sure that you're speaking the language of the people that you're trying to sell on on the value of doing DevOps, and so. If you're talking to folks in IT leadership roles, I think they're going to be more attuned to the notion of becoming more agile and, and improving the frequency of speed of, of software delivery and improving the reliability and quality of that software. But certainly stakeholders on the business side are probably going to be more focused on how does this actually impact our ability to deliver value to customers and help the business grow and be successful. And so being able to tailor the message, if you will, you know, to, to the people you're speaking with, um, I think is an important skill and a trait when it comes to, you know, navigating an organization to build the case. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Michael, I, I you know, it's, I mean, obviously to me anyway, this sounds like we're going to have a great webinar on the 27th. And um, I, I hope people listening in at home will join in. Um, you can find out more information, by the way, if you're interested in registering for the webinar on DevOps.com. If you go to our uh, events section under webinars, and it should be most of the webinars we're doing are in chronological order. And you can click on the uh, graphic or the link and, and register from there. And, of course, that will set you up to get reminders and everything else. Um, Michael, we're kind of running a little low on time. I've got two last questions for you. One is for people who... You know, maybe they haven't heard enough yet <laughs> for about the webinar, or maybe maybe they have, but they have questions. Anything else you want to tell them? Why 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 this is a good webinar to attend? It's worth their time. Yeah, sure. I would say you know the the companies and 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 IT professionals that you know certainly that I talk to on a on a daily basis are you know frequently kind of uh, fall into one of one of. Uh, three camps, if you will, the first of which is still trying to figure out what this DevOps thing really is and what it means. You know, there's still a perception at some level that it's a loose and evolving collection of practices. And, you know, you walk into a room and ask, you know, a room of 10, uh, of ten people to give their definition of DevOps, you'll get 10 different responses. Yeah. Uh, so I think if, if that's the stage you're at is still trying to kind of 
develop a deeper understanding of what it means to bring DevOps practices into your organization, uh, we'll definitely address that. If you're sold on the value and just trying to you know, uh, get buy-in from peers or from executives within your organization, hopefully you'll walk out of this with some ammunition in your toolkit to be able to uh, have those conversations within your organization. And then I think the third camp is if you're you know, sold on the value, you've, you've got buy-in from the rest of the team, and you've started to implement more of a DevOps way of working and are looking to kind of scale that uh, across the rest of the organization, uh, hopefully we'll provide a roadmap for, you know, ways to, ways to do that and, and ways to kind of take it to the next level. So uh, ambitious agenda, but um, if, if, uh, if any of those three kind of uh, current states apply to you, then definitely look forward to, to seeing you on there. Perfect. All right, Michael, I've got we're over time, but I've got to ask you my last question anyway. So people listening, if you're going to recommend one book that they read, just one, what what book do you recommend, Michael? Oh, man, that is, uh, that is the million-dollar question, Alan. Uh, it's a tough one to answer, but, you know, there's, there's so many good, uh, good books out there that I think cover kind of this and adjacent topics. Um, I'm sure, you know, folks, Folks who are listening in have, have either read or heard about the Phoenix Project by Gene Kim. That's a that's a must read in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Another one that uh, that I really enjoyed and I found really informative was uh, a book by Jez Humble. It was also co-authored by Barry O'Reilly and I think Joanne Molesky, and it's uh, it's titled Lean Enterprise. Yep. And the focus is really kind of how high-performing organizations. Uh, innovate at scale in response to, you know, evolving customer needs and in response to new technology. Um, you know, some of the provides kind of a, you know, a roadmap for some of the methodologies that organizations need to become more efficient and ultimately deliver better value to their end users. So definitely would recommend that. It's also, an, you know, a nice quick read uh, that you can yes. knock out. And, you know, I'm a pretty slow reader. So for me, we're talking a couple weeks, but I'm sure for most folks on the on the uh, podcast, we're looking at maybe a few days or less. <laughs> you know what, Michael? It has it has a a treasured place on my bookshelf here in the office, and my copy is pretty dog eared already. It's I've looked at it and referred to it many times. It's an excellent book. You know, a lot of people think of Jez's tell Jez humble book, and they're thinking the CD book, but the Lean Enterprise book, in a lot of ways. It, is is a superior book in a lot of ways but anyway great great suggestion we highly recommend it and michael thank you for being this week's guest or this episode's guest on devops chat uh again we're doing this webinar with puppet on the 27th of september so about a month from it a little less a little more than a month from uh, when we're recording this which is on the 26th of august so um Plenty of time to register. We we want to see you there. Michael, continued success at Puppet, continued success to Puppet. A lot of interest, as we said early on. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be in DevOps. It's a great time to be a Puppet. So, um, you know, do keep us posted. We'd love to have you back again in the future. Absolutely. Always, always a pleasure, Alan, and uh, appreciate the time. And we look forward to seeing everybody next month. Okay, this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com on a DevOps chat, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.